0: So the 22nd chapter of Matthew, beginning with the 34th verse. When the Pharisees heard that he had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together. And one of them, a lawyer, asked him a question to test him. Read with me. Teacher, which commandment in the law is the greatest? He said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the greatest in the first commandment. And a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hinge the law and the prophets. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. You're going to have to follow me today. I'm going to be a walker. It just, you know, Mike, I'm doing the sermon a whole lot differently. Okay. Mike really clicked something in me as he was talking with the children. We talked about what happens first in our worship service and the lighting of the candle. If you notice, we have this eternal candle. So if you come into the sanctuary, pretty much any time of the day or night, our eternal candle is burning. The light of Christ, the light of the world. To get into this room, though, how do you get here? What do you do to get here? Literally. Somebody just raise your hand. What do you have to do literally to get into this room? Walk. What else? You're riding a car to get here. To, you, you walk down. And then what has to happen to get into this room? Open the door. Open the door. Yes. <laughs> All right. I'm trying to see here. You can see the door over here. Mike, just open that a little bit. Nobody's going to pop out. I didn't think this far ahead, or we would have done that. All right. Kevin, open the door over there. All right. There's something that enables those doors to open. Hinge. I am not. All right. Can you get that? This is a hinge. This is a very dirty hinge. Hinge. I didn't think a whole lot about hinges until I started reading the scripture for today. Because you can have a perfectly good door and good door frame and doorknob and all the paraphernalia that goes with the door, but if you do not have a hinge, guess what? It won't open. It won't open. Now, if you're a real brute, you could, you know, maybe bang through the wall or something, and there's some of you can do that. But I want us to look at the hinge. The hinge. There are two pieces. I'm seeing some people who've done this before. There are two pieces to a hinge. And you need both pieces. This won't open a door. This won't open a door. You need it together. You need it together, and people who are carpenters or want to be carpenters or home improvement people, if you put in a new door, you have to have a hinge for the door to work in this church. Wow, we work pretty hard to help our youth and our children and our adults develop in our faith. We really do. It starts from, my gosh, even before children are born. Where's Roger? We're, we're, we're praying. And Sandy, we're, we're, we pray for the, our babies. They come. We are thrilled. Our children's department works hard to develop a safe, secure place for our children to grow. If they survive our care, we move into young adulthood or, or our youth. Again, we work hard in this church to prepare safe, healthy foundations for our youth. We move into adulthood again. Our congregation is full of different ministries, educational ministries, that are important in developing our faith. At the second service, we'll have a a group of 13 teenagers who in the eighth grade are making the decision that they want to be part of Christ's kingdom. They want to be a follower of Christ in all their days. And they would join this particular United Methodist Church in their faith walk. It's no small thing. Many of us have. Joined the church. As, as youth or children. Or as adults. I'm just curious. How many of you remember. Giving your heart to Christ. And joining the church. Just raise your hand. Okay. A lot of us. A lot of us. Some of us may still be in that process. In the second service, we have 13 who are going to claim today that this is the life. As a Christian, as a member of Christ's community, a fellowship of believers that they want to be a part of. No small thing, it will stead them for their lives. I kind of came into faith at a young age, and I'm curious how many of you joined the church under the age of twelve? There are a couple of us. Yeah. Louis, how old were you? Do you remember? How old were you guys? F- eight eight? Okay. Nine, nine. Um, I was eight years old. I lived in North Carolina, and we had a confirmation class. Our confirmation class here is two years, and we work hard with our confirmation class classes. Um, we had a class It was for older kids, and in, in the church I grew up in, you needed to be around 12. I wanted to join the church, and so I started going. Our, our house was right next to the church, and I would show up, and I would go to the classes, and they kept telling me I was too young. I was too young. I needed to, to wait but I kept coming to the classes, and I kept saying, I want to join the church. I want to join the church. I want to... Well, Lucretia, you can. You just need to be a little older. I've always caused trouble. <laughs> Let's just face it. I've always caused a little bit of trouble. Um, on Sunday morning, when the pastor called the confirmation class down, I came. I came. And we stood in front of the altar. want to leave you with today. Following Christ changes our lives. It changed the whole trajectory of my life. It has been that which has kept me steady. Don't look steady today. I feel steady. I'm overwhelmed with gratitude for you, for God. We make decisions in our life About what our life hinges on We don't always make good decisions And some of those decisions take us really amok We kind of fall apart The decision to love God To follow his son To be a part of his community of believers Who pray for us we, we fail each other sometimes. Let's face it, we do. We're pretty human. But we also really get it right much of the time in terms of how we, how we treat each other and how we treat God. Making a decision that will open doors for us And allow movement in our lives is the best decision we make no matter what our age. If we're eight or younger, if we're older than 90, it's not an age decision. It's a heart and choice decision. Now, if everybody floods the confirmation class next year and wants to join because they're younger, not my problem. That' be That'll be yours. But our heart has to be involved in our faith. Our heart has to be involved in our faith. A hinge has two parts, and we read them together in Scripture. Part of the hinge of our faith is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind. With all your soul We need to feel that love We need to engage our mind In thinking through In reasoning We need to Love with our soul All of it That's part of this hinge And Jesus goes on The Pharisees Who were rule keepers, who who so wanted to follow the Sadducees, so wanted to follow the rules. Do you know how many commandments there are in the Old Testament? 613. The greater majority of those are shall nots, a lesser are the shalls. They kept the rules. They kept the rules and they were the ones who were asking the questions and wanted to kind of trap Jesus in an entrapped kind of way. They wanted him to be a rule follower. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul. Then he brought in the second part of the hinge. We can love God. It's got a connecting piece. And love your neighbor as yourself. We are part of a community of faith that is to love our God and each other. And the each other doesn't say that each other in this room only. The, the other doesn't say the neighbor that, that looks like me, that sounds like me, that I'm comfortable with. The neighbor is the other. The other. When we put our love of God into action, the hinge works. This is what our faith hinges on. At the second service, we have a remarkable confirmation class that has for two years been involved in ministry in the church and outside of the church. Mission projects in the church outside of the church. We could go on and on and on. Come back if you can and, and be part of that service to affirm them and their faith journey. If you're not here, send them a letter. Send them a card. Welcoming them to a fellowship of Christ. And partner with them in your love of God and your love of his people. My marching orders. Love your staff. Love your staff. The staff of this church gives more than anyone has any idea. And seeing some nods. Tammy, you've been there as a family member of the staff. Our staff, Mike, have we had birthdays? Have we had anniversaries? Have we had Christmas days or Easter's? That have been interrupted? Oh, yeah. The middle of the night? As staff, we agree to that. You know, our families didn't necessarily, when they took us on, know that this was going to happen. Support the families of your staff. They give a lot for us to be able to be involved in ministry together. They learn... Firsthand, some of the challenges of loving God and loving your neighbor. Love each other. You boil it down, that's what our faith is about. It's about how we love, the effectiveness of how we love, not in a vacuum, but in partnership. Partner well. Love this new man who's coming to be your associate. He will be great. He'll be unique. He'll be himself. Love him. Love Mike. Love your staff. Love each other. And love these new confirmands that as they come into the fellowship of believers, they understand they have a new identity Because they're a Christian A Christian who walks in faith In Mechanicsburg In Philadelphia Jenna's in Chicago You know where your loved ones live Wherever we live Wherever we are Makes no difference We are held by a hinge Of connectedness With our God and with each other